0: Hey, how you doing? Welcome. To the J.M.O. Copper podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing. If you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, I'm so grateful that you made the time uh, to listen to this today. I believe this message is going to bless your life. So prepare your heart, prepare your mind, and let's hear God's word. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into the J.M.O. Copper podcast. If it's your first time listening, here is your extramursive. If it's not your first time, here is your extramursive. Guys, I must be honest, for the past two weeks, we've not been having uh, episodes of the podcast. Uh, Reason being, um, just doing ministry has been quite full for me. Um, But I'm believing that I've found a way that I'm able to do the podcast, run it, make sure everything works uh, without any hiccups. um, And just a way that's really sustainable. So just to let you know, that's the reason why for the past two weeks, there has not been episodes. But we're going to keep it moving. We're pushing forward. I do need to make sure that I am pouring into your heart and into your life if you are a frequent listener of the podcast. So this is the JMO Copper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a different type of setup. And I think if you have been watching, you'll realize, if you've been watching on YouTube, you will realize that this has been sort of the way I've been trying to do things, keeping things fresh as we go forward. I have a message I want to share with you. I believe it's going to bless you. I'm 100% confident. this message is going to be a, a blessing to your heart and to your life so let me pray for you and then we're going to get into the word today let me pray father thank you so much for your word and your and your mercy my god and your presence I thank you, God, that you give us things like this, like a podcast, that we can speak into each other's lives. I pray, my God, that your hand, my God, would be over us, that would guide us even as we are moving forward in this message. Give me grace. I pray that you'd give your listeners grace as well to hear what you're saying to them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we all said, Amen. We all said, Amen. Listen, wherever you're at right now, I need you to say it's going down. I say, even if it's in your heart, I need you to say wherever you're at, it's going down you know the truth of the matter is when we think about our walk with God when we're in a church uh, gathering when we're in prayer our connection to God is always connected to a elevation a lifting up a rising when it comes to your walk with God but I want you to know that your walk with God is not only about the going up but it's also about the going down Your walk with God is not only about the going up, it's also about the going down. You see, we are so good at the going up. We have songs about rising. We have songs about lifting ourselves. But we don't have too many songs or words or understanding about after you've spent time with God. After you've prayed. After you have had that amazing encounter with God. Then what? I'd love us just to go to the book of Exodus, chapter 31, verse 18. It says, And he gave Moses, when he had finished speaking to him on Mount Sinai, two tablets of the testimony, the tablets of stone written with the finger of God. What the Bible tells us is in this place in Exodus that Moses would go up to Mount Sinai and he would meet with God. He would rise up and go up a mountain and he would hear from God. But God is not only interested in you doing the rising. God's not only interested in you taking the steps to get closer to him, moving um, in a direction that helps you understand him and seek him better. But he's also interested in uh, after that. He's also interested in after church, after you've said a prayer to him. I'll even be honest with you, you know, uh, this past Sunday after the service, I took time in the venue where we have church in Cape Town and I prayed. I prayed and I was seeking God after the service. And can I tell you, I'll be even uh, transparent with you. And I say, after that great encounter I had with God, it almost felt like, okay, I just switched it off and now it's time to continue living my life. Can you re- relate to me? Can you relate to that, that you focused on the going up and not the going down? You see, Moses had an encounter with God where he went up the mountain. But God also said, Moses, you also have to go back down. And God is saying to you wherever you are at, yes, you will listen to this podcast. Yes, you will go to church. You will pray. You will read the word. But there's a time where after you have lifted into his presence, it's time for you to go down. You see, the problem with many of us, when we go into the presence of God, when you go and you pray, when you go into church services, you come back empty-handed. You see, what happens is you'll be listening even to a podcast and you will hear what God is saying. You will hear the sermon. You will hear what the Word says. You will be inspired in prayer to do what you need to do. But What happens is many times we hear and we leave the church service empty handed, not having something in our hands. What we see from Moses is when he went up into the presence of God, he had the word of God. He had the tablets. Now, even as you're listening to this message, I want you to be seeking and asking the Holy Spirit, asking, I need to leave this podcast with something. When you pray, you need to say, I need to leave with something. Don't leave empty handed once this episode is done. Now, what God tells Moses, we see in Exodus chapter 32, verse 7. It says, And the Lord said to Moses, Go down, for your people, whom you have brought up out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. You see, Moses was not doing something that was wrong. Moses was not messing up and he was not uh, fooling around. He was focused on what God had called him to do. He was focused on his responsibilities and he responded to God when God is calling him to be closer to him. God had called Moses to lead and God had not only called Moses to lead, but God has called Moses to be close to God himself. And I want you to understand the greatest calling over your life is not a thing. It's not a place or a position, but your greatest calling is a person and that is God. God calls you to himself. Now when Moses responds and obeys God, what God says is when he is rising up and he is being elevated into the presence of God and he is being who God has called him to be. In Exodus 32 verse 7, it says, the Lord said to Moses, go down, go down for your people whom you have brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. You see, sometimes when you're going to seek God, you must understand that it's going to seem like once you've obeyed God, that certain things that you had your hand on, it's like they're getting out of control. You see, there'll be times when God is saying that you must leave certain places, leave certain responsibilities and go and seek Him. And as you are seeking God, you may even be so confused to say, why is it that once I've obeyed God, why is it that I went where God told me to go? I did what God called me to do. Now the things that God has placed in my hands are getting out of Control. You see, those are times when God is actually extending grace to you. God is extending grace to your heart and to your life. And he is saying, look, this is my work and I'm calling you to obey me. You see, you must understand sometimes when you are walking into the presence of God, you're not always bringing your situation into the presence of God with you. You are going into the presence of God, but your problem is still waiting for you. You see, I don't want you to, 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 to get caught up into some magical thinking and to say, okay, just because I'm in the presence of God, things are automatically going to change. That's not true. You see, when you get into the presence of God, that's the whole thing. You are the one who've got, who went in. But after you've spent time in the presence of God, it's time for you to go down. You see, Moses was in this place. And maybe could you be in that place too? Where, yes, you're listening to this podcast. Yes, you went to church. But there's a problem that's still waiting for you. You see, your walk with God is not only about the escaping. You see, Christianity and our faith is not about escapism. It's about seeking and knowing who God is. And once we know who he is, once we've received peace about the truth of God, we go back down the mountain. We go back down into our situation, go back down into our community, into our society, into our problem, but we go into our problems equipped. What do you do when things aren't getting better? I want to ask you, what do you do when you've obeyed God, but it seems like things aren't getting better from your obedience to God? You see, if you're listening to me right now, maybe you can relate to that, that you don't see things getting better. And I want you to know this. I want to give you encouragement for this. That the God that you serve is far greater than what you're going through. The God that you serve is far greater than the pain that you face. The God that you serve is even far greater than the great opportunities that you are trying to figure out. How are you going to step into those things with victory? You see, it's not about us holding on to a desired circumstance, but it's about you holding on to a great God That is far beyond anything this world can offer you. You see so when things aren't getting better it's important to know that you have all you need. When things aren't getting better it's important to know that what you are holding on to in a God does not decay, when things are not getting better. That is a reminder to you that where your actual hope should be and where your focus should be because God is stable, God is faithful and God is unshaken by anything that may happen in this world. Now, the things that aren't getting better, that is a time to realize that these things are never supposed to be the things that you're supposed to live your life by. These things are were never meant to be the things that you are building your life upon. So when we seek God and we see everything in our lives or certain aspects in our lives begin to shake, those are moments when we say, you know what, this is the whole point. This is the whole point. My attention and my focus must be placed into my walk with God and Him alone. Can someone say amen today? I hope I'm I'm encouraging you guys today. I hope I'm encouraging you guys today. Amen, amen, and amen. So what we see here is there was a going down. Like I said, the, the, the title of this message is Going Down. So Exodus Exodus chapter 32, verse 15 to 20, it says, Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of testimony in his hands. Tablets that were written on both sides, in the front and in the back, they were written. The tablets were the work of God and they were the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people, now, they were shouting, uh, they were shouting and he said, there's a noise of war in the camp. But Moses said, It's not the sound of shouting or victory or the cry of defeat, but this is the sound of singing or celebration that I hear. And as he went close to the camp, he saw the cough um, and he saw the dancing and Moses's anger burned hot and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. He took the cough and made... Uh, that they had made and burned it with fire and ground it into power and scattered it onto water and made the people of Israel drink it. Now what was happening was Moses had just got these guys, the Israelites, outside of Egypt. He just helped them get into their liberation, into their freedom. Now what happens is Moses then goes to seek God about what's the next step. While Moses is up there because he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights, the people are saying, where's Moses? And they look at Moses' right-hand man and they say, yo, Moses is up the mountain, he's taking so long, we don't know, did he die, what happened. Make a new God for us, that we would worship this God and say that that's the God that took us out of Egypt. That is mad, right? That's mad. So as Moses is seeking God, he comes back down and he, and, and he hears that there's a sound of celebration and God has already told him that these people have corrupted themselves and the closer he gets to the situation he begins to see the the weight of the situation and you know that can be like you sometimes you can be in god's presence and you can be worshiping but when you get out of church you're beginning to realize how big of a challenge you actually have after you've prayed you you go back and you realize actually this thing i'm facing is a really bad but what do we see that moses gets out of the presence of god with he comes out with three things. Number one, the Bible speaks of these tablets. Describing these tablets that Moses is carrying, he says it is the work of God and it's also the word of God. And the third thing that he came down the mountain with was a problem. You see, Just because you got into the presence of God, it doesn't mean when you get out of the presence of God, the problem is gone. Moses went into the presence of God and when he left the presence of God, he still had the same problem. Don't think that something is wrong with your walk with God just because you've spent time in church, you've spent time in prayer, you've spent time reading the word of God, but the problem is the same. That's the same thing that Moses experienced. But what God is doing in your life is he is giving you an opportunity to grow in your walk with him that you would see God work with you as a co-laborer as a father as a friend as a counselor as a shepherd God will allow you to be in his presence and walk out with the same problem so that you would grow in your relationship with him as you overcome the thing before you But when you leave the presence of God, you must leave with something. Don't leave empty handed out of the presence of God. Moses left with the work of God. He left with a work that only God could have done. You see, sometimes you're in the presence of God and and things are happening that only God can do. You see, sometimes you're in church and things are happening in you that only God can do. It's important that you don't leave that in the presence of God. Don't leave that in church. Don't leave that in the place of prayer, but bring that with you. But also the Bible says that Moses came with the written word of God. So he had the word of God with him and he also had the problem. But what do we see is we see he had the work of God. He had the word of God, but he had the problem. It was two against one. So what the Bible is showing you is Moses was equipped for the challenge before him. Every time you spend time in the presence of God, you will leave there equipped for the problem that you are going going to face. No, God is not saying that you must just stay on the mountain and pray. God is not saying just stay in church and worship. God is not saying just read the Bible and everything is going to change. No, God says that you must get out of the presence of God or get out of that place where God was encountering you and then there is a time that you must go down into the problem and face the challenge. Don't run away from the challenge. Don't run away from the problem. Don't run away from the complication God calls you to walk into it it's a part of your walk with God to get out of the high the spiritual high and begin to go down into what you must face but as Moses is going down can I tell you what happens he's with Joshua and Joshua says it sounds like there is a war but what Moses has on the way down is he has a gift from God which is what is discernment you see the closer you are to God, the more time you spend with Him, the greater your discernment is gonna grow. The more you read the Bible, the more your discernment is gonna go. And what happens is, is Joshua on the way down from the mountain, he's hearing and it sounds like war, but Moses says no, it's not sounds of celebration, it's not sounds of victory, it's not sounds of defeat, this is a sound of celebration. You see, moses was not moved by how it sounded he was moved by discernment and this is something that you need god to give you and you need to continually ask god to give you this this gift and this ability to discern not to just move by what you were hearing and how things sound because guys there are some people who it sounds like they care about you don't actually care about you there are opportunities to opportunities that sound like they are good for you, but they're actually bad for you. There's some things that it looks like it's gonna lift you, it's actually gonna drag you down. So Moses had discernment on the way to the problem. And I wanna say that over your life, guys, when you have spent time in an encounter with God, it's important as you're walking out to say, God, give me discernment on how to use what you have given me. Can someone say amen today? Can someone say amen? Today, the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 to 10, it says this, it says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent so to be pure and blameless on the day of Christ. You see, Paul is writing to the church in Philippi that they need discernment. And that prayer is not only for people in those days. That prayer is for you today as well. That you need to be praying for yourself to say, God, I pray that I would have a, that may may I grow in discernment. May I not just be moved by what I hear. But now, today I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you, what burns hot in your life? What burns hot in your life? Exodus chapter 32, verse 19 to 20, it says this. And as soon as, he came near the camp. He saw the calf in the dancing. He saw the problem. Moses' anger burned hot. This is in the ESV. And he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. You see, something happened in the life of Moses that burned so hot that he threw down the work of God. Remember, when he came down, the Bible says that those tablets were the work of God. It was also the written word of God. So when something happened, he threw it down. What are the things in your life that have made you throw down the word of God? What are the things that have burned so hot in you? It could be, could it be depression has burned hot in you? Could it be anger has burned hot in you and it made you say, it sounds like this. I don't care what they say at church. I'm facing this situation. And you'll say things like, I don't care. I know it's bad, but this thing, it feels so good. So I'm going to put God's word aside and I'm going to do this thing. What burns hot in your life that it has the ability to make you leave what God has said about you? What burns so hot in your life that it has the ability for you to leave the word, to leave the work. And when I say the work of God, it's not only the work that God is doing in you, but the work that you are supposed to be doing for God. You see, there are many people who you used to serve, you used to give, you used to love, you used to build, you used to speak and be a blessing. But things have happened. Something has burned so hot that you have even laid aside the work that you were doing for God. You see, what happens in that moment is Moses is so burned by his challenge and his problem. He's so burned, his anger flares up, his emotions flare up so much that he begins to destroy his very own calling. And I want to warn you about that. When something is burning on your heart so much and, and it has made you so angry or it has made you so happy or it's made you so excited or it's made you so confused that you've left the work of God, you've left the word of God, you will begin to destroy what God has given you to lead. You see, Moses was given an opportunity and a responsibility to lead these people, but then he begins to hurt them. You see, when you leave the word of God, you'll begin to hurt the people you're supposed to be leading. When you leave the work of God, you'll begin to hurt and damage people that you're supposed to be healing. I want to encourage you today and ask you look and find the place that has the potential to make you leave the work of God and begin to work on that and pray into that and say, God, is it my friends? Is it my family? Is it finances? Is it emotions? Is it lust? What is it in me that can cause me to leave who you've called me to be? You see, in that moment when when Moses came back, he got down from the mountain. You see, Moses was good at going up. He wasn't good at coming down the mountain and many Christians are there and maybe you're at the same place you 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 can relate to Moses because you can go to church but when you face that challenge you fall back you, you fall back into the same patterns you see it's you can go and you can pray but when someone has offended you you act the same you don't forgive you don't have the, the patience with your mother you don't have the patience with your brother you don't have the patience that you're supposed to have you see you're like Moses because you can hear the word you can go into prayer you can have the encounter with God but when you do the going down. You're good at the going up to the mountain, but you're, you're bad at coming down back into the challenge. You see, Moses came down the mountain with the work of God. But then when he, th- when he allowed things to overcome him, he now had the work of man. You see, he came down the mountain with the word of God. And what he did was through his outburst of, of emotions, he was left with the word of man and he was still left with his problem. You see, when he came out of the presence of God, he had the work of God, the word of God and a problem. It was two against one. He had all he needed to overcome. But when he came down the mountain and he allowed the circumstances to di- dictate to him, when he allowed what he was facing to push him down, then he was overwhelmed because it was three against him. He had, there was no hope. He had the work of man, he had the word of man and he had the problem. And maybe you're in the same place where you have left the things of God because of circumstances. You've left the work of God because of circumstances. The work you were doing for Him. How you were serving in church. You've left it because of circumstances. Because of how that girl made you feel. How that guy made you feel. You, let the, you left what the Bible says. You, you've left it. You dropped it. And now you have the problems and you're overwhelmed right now. You see, if you don't get the going down right, you will never be who God's called you to be completely. Can someone say amen today? But you see, God is a God of, of mercy. And, and this podcast, this message, I believe for you listening right now is, is God telling you that he's a God of mercy. And maybe you have been, you've not been doing well with coming down from your encounter with God. I want you to understand that even guys like, to be honest, many times we see in families, especially in our country, there'll be one parent who's saved. And sometimes the issue is, sometimes when the parents, one one person comes out of church, they don't see the difference of what church did. You see, this is something you need to work on as a believer, so that people can believe that the presence of God is real and, and what God is doing is powerful. We need to leave... That the spiritual high with something, don't leave empty-handed because people will think there's nothing in church. People will think there's nothing in prayer. People will think there's nothing in the Bible if you go through a spiritual high, but when you come down, you behave like Moses. You just throw everything aside and you begin to hurt the people around you. You see, we are here. We are called to minister. We are called to build. We are called to lead. We're not called to hurt. We're not called to let the emotions overcome us. We will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We are supposed to be coming, bringing what God has given us and giving it to the people God has put in front of us. I hope I'm making sense to you. But in God giving you a second chance, in God giving you a second chance, you must know this. Now it's on you. It's on you to get back up on the mountain. You see, many can say that you've had a spiritual high with God and things have happened and you threw everything. It's a mess now. You, you, you broke the law of God. You broke his word. You broke the commandments. You stopped serving. But God is always willing for you to come back. I want to say one thing to you though. You have to be willing to, to carry the load that you have caused yourself we see in the book of exodus chapter 31 it says the lord said to moses cut for yourself two tablets you see a couple chapters pass after moses has come down and he has he's trying to do damage control right and sometimes the reason that you left the work of god you left church you left prayer Sometimes the reason why that happened is you were trying to do damage control from what you found after you spent time with God. Now time has passed. Some chapters have passed. Now we find ourselves in chapter 34 and God says to Moses, Cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first and I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Then we see in verse 4, God says this. So the Bible says this, um, Exodus thirty-four verse four. It says, "Then Moses cut the two tablets of stone like the first. Then he rose up early in the morning and went up the mount side, up Mount Sinai, and the Lord, uh, as the Lord had commanded him, and he took in his hand the two tab- tablets of stone. Now, if you're paying attention to the story, in chapter 31 verse 18 it says and he gave to Moses when he had finished speaking to him on Mount Sinai the two tablets of the testimony the tablets of stone written with the finger of God in chapter 31 the Bible says that Moses went up the mountain without the stones without the rocks what I'm saying is without the weight without the heaviness you see sometimes when we you You can sometimes reflect on a time when seeking God was easier. It it just was much easier. It was a lighter. But what happened was, at that time, God gave you grace to have an encounter with Him. After the encounter, you went down into your situation. You responded in the wrong way. Now what God says is, on the way back up, because you broke the first thing, on the way up, now the work... going to be heavier to go back into the presence of God there is you have to cut the stones now in chapter 31 God gave him the stones when he was already at the top of the mountain but now what Moses had to do is he had to make the stones himself he had to go up the mountain and the Bible says that Moses even had to write It himself. We see in Exodus chapter 34, verse 28, it says, So he was there with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate nor drank water. He wrote on the tablets the work, the covenant of God, the Ten Commandments. When previously it was the finger of God that wrote the tablets, when he had responded wrongly, because Moses didn't get the going down right, he ended up having carrying extra weight he had to make the stones himself he had to carry the stones up the mountain and when he got up the mountain he had to write the things himself then come back down the mountain you see there is redemption and there is transformation and there is a grace and there is a mercy that's available for you but can I tell you that if you've made the wrong decisions you must still carry the consequences of your decisions. Now, it may be heavy, and I want to say this word of encouragement to you. It may be heavy to get back to where you used to be. It may be heavy to go back to church. You know, there are some people, maybe you're listening to me and you've left your church for whatever reason it may be. And coming back is so hard. There's some weight towards it. It's heavy, it's it's difficult. But I want to tell you that there's a grace I want you to know that if you're willing to carry the weight, if you're willing to go through the difficulty, if you're willing to go through the season of restoration, which is hard, it's difficult, it's challenging, if you're willing to do that, then you will see the goodness of God and you will see restoration over your life. The book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 3 says, Let not steadfast love and Faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. You see, for Moses, he had to write it on the tablets that were given to him; these rocks. But the Proverbs three verse three it says, "Let steadfast love and faithfulness do do not uh, let not let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck." write them on the tablets of your heart you see when the bible says a tablet of their heart it's speaking about a hard place and sometimes your heart can be hardened you see the bible says love and faithfulness it's not only good to love someone you have to be faithful to them you see some people say they love god maybe you're here and you say you love god but you're not faithful to god but you say i love god i love god but you're not faithful to him you're not faithful to the church you're not faithful to his people But some people, they they are faithful, they are religious, you do everything right. But are you passionate about God? Is they passionate? Is they love for Him? Or or has that disappeared? Hey, I want to speak to you and tell you that there may be a hard place in your heart that you need to write the love of God, the faithfulness of God. It may be a hard place, an area of your life that is difficult. You know, other places... You can accept God there, but there may be a place that's hard in your heart, that it's hard for you to submit that and to change that. The Bible says you need to write his word, his work, love and faithfulness in the hard place. You see, when you write in a tablet, it's hard, it's hard, it's difficult, it's painful. I want to say again to you, if you're willing to do it, God will give you grace. Go back up the mountain. I know it's difficult. I want to say that to you. Go back to God. Go back to prayer, go back to church, go back to living the way you know you're supposed to be living. Go back, go back, return to it. I know it's hard, it's hard because of how you went down the mountain the first time. This message is called going down because many Christians are bad at going down. We are good at going back, good at going to church, good at prayer, but we're not good at responding to the thing that we have to deal with. Now I'm saying this to you, if you have responded wrongly or in a bad way, it's time for you to go back up and then to come back down correctly. And whenever you face what you're facing, do not drop the ball. Do not drop the word. Do not drop the work of God. But continue to be who he's called you to be. I want to say a prayer for you too. Let me pray. Father, I come before you. Thank you so much for this podcast and everyone listening. Father, many times we are so good at going up. In prayer, going to church, going to conferences, going to events. But we are bad at coming down, bad at coming off the spiritual high. We are bad at coming out of the encounter we had with you. Father, I pray for every believer here who maybe they have had a great time with you at some point in their life and they came and they had to face something, they had to go back down into a circumstance that you wanted to work with them through it, but they... They just let the emotions get the best of them. If there are people who have made mistakes, who have sinned, who have rebelled against you, I pray, God, that you'd give them grace to get back up on the mountain and give them wisdom to learn the lessons that when they come back down into another circumstance or challenge or temptation, may they overcome it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's the Jamie Copper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be more consistent with these Share this with your loved ones, with your family, and even the haters. Take care. God is love. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the JMO Coppa podcast. Um, You know, I get reports, uh, you know, so many... inboxes dms about just what god is doing through this podcast so i just want to say thank you for listening if you know someone who needs to hear this message please pass it on to them send them the links Uh, but also if you have time could you please rate the podcast on apple podcast Write a review uh, and on uh, Spotify, it really helps the podcast, you know, reach higher heights, reach more people and, you know, help the ministry do what it needs to do. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. I hope you have a great week. God bless you. Take care.